Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. You ever notice that sometimes when someone says to you, wow, so-and-so is really good at something, it's got nothing to do with you, they're just remarking on how good that other person is at something, and other times it's kind of really a contrast at how bad you are <laughs> at that thing. And uh, I remember once uh, when my wife and I, when we were engaged or first gotten married, she had met my cousin David, who's uh, also an attorney by training, and I grew up with him, and our families uh, have always been and still are super close. And I remember when she met him for the first time and, you know, we were getting to know each other, she said, wow, you know, David has really good nunchi. And nunchi is a Korean word. It's kind of idiomatic. Um, doesn't have an exact translation in English. Um, the literal translation would be sort of I power or I measure. Nun meaning I, right? And chi meaning kind of like energy or power in, in the sense of that word. And in Western culture, you can roughly approximate it to emotional intelligence, but it's not exactly emotional intelligence. It has a lot to do with your sense of what's going on in the interpersonal dynamics in the room and what's important and what's necessary. And this is why nunchi is a really useful concept to think about in terms of executive presence. And in this instance, my wife was actually contrasting to how I don't really have particularly good nunchi. I'm, I'm working on it, um, but she's totally right. And let me share with you a story where I first realized, wow, there's a lot more going on sometimes than I realize with regards to interpersonal relationships and dynamics. So I was studying abroad in Korea and myself and some of the other students from America um, had gone to the room. We were staying um, at a hotel with some other students for a field trip that we had taken uh, to the mountains, the Sorak Mountains. They're very famous, beautiful mountains in South Korea. And so we had all decided to meet up, and so a bunch of the American students went to the uh, Japanese students' room, and we were hanging out, and we were playing this card called, a card game called Ghost Up. And um, so we're in the room, and I say to the Japanese students, who are all uh, actually uh, housewives, and they had married uh, husbands in Korea from Japan, and they were learning uh, Korean because, you know, this was now going to be where they lived. And I said in Korean, in my pretty bad Korean, uh, you know, is it okay if we stay here and hang out? We're going to play some cards. And then to translate, one of the ladies said, um, Sure, it'd be fine if you guys stay, but we have other people coming too, so it might get a little crowded. So what do you think that really meant? Right? To me, it meant, great, it's going to be crowded, but they're okay with us staying. But then one of the other American students who had a little bit more nunchi, had a little bit more awareness of what was going on, and probably understood Japanese culture and, and the way they communicate a lot better than I did at the time, nudged me and said, Joe, Joe, let's go. I said, what? They said, they kind of want us to leave. And I said, what are you talking about? That's crazy. They just said, it's okay for us to stay. And they said, no, what they said was, it would be okay, but it would be kind of crowded. 
And that's just a polite way of saying, get out. <laughs> or it would be better for you to get out because we have other people coming and we don't want it to be too crowded. So then I took a hint and then we left. And then I just remember thinking, wow, you know, that's something I totally missed and could have missed in the past and hopefully won't miss too much in the future. So what does that have to do with executive presence? What does nunchi, this ability to understand what's going on even below, you know, the subtext of the words, how is that relevant to executive presence? So if you think about when executive presence happens, it often happens in the context of lots of different groups and people coming together. And sometimes people have different needs or there are different requirements. Sometimes there's different challenges and people are up, people are down. If you are a leader who understands all that implicitly and can make adjustments and respond based on what's going on, you will gain the confidence of the people in the room that, wow, this person really inspires confidence in me because they understand the deeper nuances. People don't have to tell them directly, hey, Joe, get out of the room. We don't want you here because we have other guests coming. They can kind of see like, wait a second, this wouldn't be that good for this group, so maybe we should go to plan B and go to a different room and play cards there. Now, imagine the counterpoint. If you don't have that, if you're constantly oblivious to what is needed by others, to the sensitivities, to what will help people perform at the best, whether it's on your team, outside your team, groups that are stakeholders, uh, upper management, clients, vendors, do you have that sensitivity to understand the relationship and what is needed and what is really going on without someone having to tell you explicitly? Because that's what we expect executives. We expect people with executive presence to be able to lead because they don't have to be told what to do. They figure it out themselves. And part of that is really understanding the interpersonal dynamics. So as you go through the day, think about this concept of nunchi. Think about what's really going on, the message below the message, and what's really needed, wanted from an interpersonal perspective and see how people respond as you're more attentive to that and see how this can affect your executive presence. So thanks to David for setting a good example, my wife for her forthright honesty, uh, absolute candor, and also for my Japanese uh, colleagues when I was studying in Korea and my uh, American colleague who was savvy enough to correct me and let me know what was going on. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsor.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you ever had a period of your life where you were doing really well, just killing it by all objective standards and metrics, but you still felt like a failure or anxious or like an imposter and that you were going to be discovered for not really knowing as much as you should know or doing as well as you should do? If you have, you could be suffering from imposter syndrome. I suffered from this a few years ago in my career, and it was so typical, right? Like I was getting great reviews at work, uh, doing great as far as my family was concerned, and nothing anyone could tell me about my performance could get me off of that nagging anxiety and feeling like a phony and like I was going to be discovered. And it didn't really affect my work either. Like I would still turn in assignments on time and deliver high quality work, but there was still this crazy kind of psychological distress where I just didn't feel like I was enough. And a lot of people, especially I would say not even, especially highly educated people who've performed really well in the past, suffer from this at some point in their career. Some people very early and throughout their career. So what I'm going to do today is perhaps one of my more ambitious attempts, Um, I'm going to try to share. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence Morsel.